Five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, let's have some fun. I've been looking for Super Bowl ads and I haven't been able to find too many. Maybe they're holding them back, but I decided to just search for them and I found a fun one. Bic is apparently introducing a new lighter and uh, ah, it's just a lot of fun. Here we go. Hey, Martha, pass me that big, easy reach lighter. In that bowl. Bowl of strawberries. Thanks. This is perfect for hard to reach places. And it helps keep your fingers away from the flame. Whoa, do I smell? That's right. Fun due time. Big easy reach. So anyway, they're going to introduce this lighter with the new longer, longer stem on it. I use long ones for lighting the grill, but... Um, that does seem to make a lot of sense, it seems to me. Um, they're having a little fun with, with uh, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. I think that's who it is. Anyway, let's get over to the rest of the news. I, I'm going to just focus today on, um, on one article, and because uh, I really thought it was a good one. Uh, and one of the fun things was it was from MSN, which is... Not some where I usually find a lot of direct mail content. <laughs> but, you know, I search everywhere. So if, if they have it, I probably find it. And this is from uh, Kim Toddy and Dr. Stephen Lind. And uh, I'll reach out to them and say hello. Uh, but I want to thank them for this interesting article that didn't, it, it, you know, I, I had it in the hopper for about two weeks now. And um, maybe more. And, you know, millennials aren't always about the digital experience. And I thought, well, maybe that's got something in it besides, you know, SEO and all the other kinds of digital marketing that there are. Um, turns out to be way better than that. One of the better articles I've run across in a while. It says, it turns out that millennials' digital first reputation might be getting misinterpreted. Okay. And that could be a very good thing for your business's marketing department. The majority of millennials are at the height of their consumption power, according to Morgan Stanley. And so I, you know, tip back in my chair and uh, I've got one daughter that's redecorating all of her, uh, her apartment. And another one, my son is buying a new car and my other kids just got a, a beautiful house uh, up in the Minneapolis area. And so, yeah, they're... They're spending, you know, <laughs> those days are, I remember those days, you know, when you're trying to f fix everything up, you know, uh, start a family, all that sort of thing. So anyway, um, so this makes them a natural target for advertising campaigns. Yet the best way to grab millennials' attention isn't necessarily through emails or texts. Instead, it might be via a greeting card, which is the main theme of this, you know, but you know, any format direct mail might be a, a good idea, and some of these arguments will fit that. The power of direct mail on millennials. Why use a greeting card as part of your millennial-focused marketing campaigns? Society hasn't lost its passion for sending sentimental warmth and goodwill in bright, cheery envelopes. Each year, consumers purchase more than six billion cards. Six billion. That's one for, it's almost one for every person on earth. Uh, millennials spend more on those cards than any other generation. That's something to think about. 
So, you know, one way, because we always talk about open rates and all the other thing, but this is, this is super interesting that, you know, they looked at, at consumption, uh, you know, rather than the marketing itself and say, well, these people use more greeting cards than any other generation, including baby boomers. Uh, in other words, they go offline when the moment counts. Excellent point. Haven't ever seen that point before. Okay, so related, three foolproof ways to attract millennial customers. Uh, and they said, if you want to make sure your business makes it to its 10th year, because only a third of businesses do, um, you might want to buck the trend and think about, instead of thinking about digital that everybody's doing, uh, and it, it it's actually, it's actually um, in some ways worse than that. You know, I remember... Uh, uh, yellow pages I you know meeting somebody probably at a business dinner who sold yellow page ads and and I asked him you know how that worked and he said oh it's it's pretty easy you know you go to business a who has the second biggest ad on the page and you say you know uh, with just a little more money you could be the biggest and they go oh well that makes sense let's do it and then you go to the one who's the biggest <laughs> You say, you know, so-and-so just bought a bigger ad than you, <laughs> you know, and you just play everybody against each other because uh, there was a time when that was kind of a monopoly. And I feel like that's a lot of what's going on in digital. Anyway, um, you might want to consider other marketing media. Uh, certainly, you'll always want to focus on digital. Well, I don't know. But anyway, it's worth testing the greeting card waters. One of the most attractive perks to, to baking offline marketing into your online practice is that physical mailboxes are less cluttered. So if you want to cut through the digital clutter, you know, never mind that a third, according to Augustine Yu, never mind that, uh, oh, <laughs> Augustine Fu. It's Stephen Yu and Augustine Fu. Anyway, never mind that, that, uh, a third of the traffic is bots and that a significant portion, maybe another third, isn't even appearing to humans uh, when you put an ad up. But, but that aside, that aside, the average household gets only 454 pieces of mail annually. That's about 1.2 a day. Uh, so six pieces of mail in a week. That our house gets a lot more, but I like to order from catalogs and stuff. Such most consumers expect 120 emails a day, and you know that's way below mine. Mine's at least two or three hundred, I would guess, maybe more. Um, and so the odds of someone opening an unsolicited card are much higher than that of the same person scouring an email. Yeah, like a hundred times better odds on the physical mailbox. Plus, you know that somebody went to a great deal of trouble to get that to you. You don't just, you know, emails you can send out without almost any thought, but you can't do that with a, with a greeting card or a postcard or, you know, a decent direct mail piece. When your company sends a personalized card in the mail, you're fostering a different connection with the buyer. So the first point was for acquisition, for getting attention outside of uh, outside of your customer file. Um, 
So you might remember a customer's anniversary with your organization with a card or mail cards around the end of your holidays. I get birthday coupons from the uh, True Value, and I always like those, and they all they send me a regular batch of you know five dollars off for a thirty dollar spend but around father's day i think they usually just give me one that's like a five dollar or a ten dollar and that sounds trivial but you know i watch for them <laughs> and uh so there's a lot of things you can do with customers bottom line is that millennials are tremendously open toward direct mail again remember this is in msn uh right and uh, anyway, so you're in a position to grow your business by embracing greeting card marketing. And here's a few suggestions. First, get a good grasp of your brand. And these were really good suggestions also, I would say. Uh, that's not where I would start, I don't think. Um, you know, I, it's usually customer file or are you prospecting? Are you looking for new customers or are you trying to get your old customers to come back? Um, that's usually the first. And, and then what list? If you're going to go outside that so direct mail card marketing becomes an extension of your brand's personality so you want to think about your brand and uh, a silly direct mail piece may not make sense for a stoic brand so my father had an advertising company and he used to do clever cartoons um, for many businesses uh, and um, but not all, you know, like funeral directors, he had a program for that, but it wasn't cartoons. <laughs> it was it was appropriate things that are appropriate to do for the bereaved in general. And uh, it was very, very well received, but it wasn't funny. It wasn't silly. Um, so be careful on that score. My wife doesn't like silly cards. I like only silly cards. <laughs> so you gotta consider your audience. Um, direct mail methods to target your best prospects and um, you know again who's the list well that's kind of an art and they don't really touch on it all that much uh, define your customers preferred tone 84% of Millennials said they favored a brand that showed authenticity but you know Telling people how authentic you are is probably the wrong way to do it, right? So more likely, it's better to just to be genuine and say, this is, you know, come back to our store. This is uh, a coupon for you on your birthday or your anniversary or you bought this from us before and maybe you like something else, this sort of thing. There's a lot of things you can do. Rely on direct mail to drive digital exchanges. Absolutely. You know, you can segment your audience, although this is often more easily said than done because, you know, I talked to a fairly well-established retailer this past, well, this week. Yeah, it was Monday. And um, and his customer file is just a few thousand. I mean, it was more than more than 10, less than 50. But, you know, it's, it's, and so that sounds like a lot. And, and it is a lot. But to, to try to micro-segment it, there, you know, you can't, even if you do, you have to be very, very careful about the way you test because in general, you need a few thousand in each segment to test effectively. 
and there's ways to matrix that. There's you know there's there's all sorts of techniques, but it's not trivial. Okay, so so if you don't have a hundred thousand in your on your customer file, hundred thousand, you just figure back of an envelope. Uh, to get really solid test results, you'd want to have about 5,000 in each segment. So that's only 20 segments. So you say, was well, that micro-targeting? Can you make them smaller? Oh, absolutely. But then what you know when the results come in is much, much less certain, right? Your confidence interval goes down in a, in a strict statistical sense. So you have to be careful. Or you have to arrange it very, yeah, anyway. So be careful about over-segmenting, especially if you're just tiptoeing in. Keep it simple, okay? Um, include a QR code. I'm a big fan of QR codes, and especially the kind that are trackable. So as soon as someone, as soon as someone clicks it, they will, we will, you will know that that came from that mailing, and, um, because a lot of times they won't stay a long time. Uh, high bounce rate, once they get to the digital environment, you could retarget them after that. Uh, I, I'm even a fan of personal URLs so that if, if you see that someone responded, then you could retarget them depending on what product or uh, what page they were they were looking to go to. I'm especially not excited about a QR code that just takes me to the main homepage on your website. You know, it's better than nothing, and uh, you can test it. Put one with a QR code, will not. But if you're making an offer, then take me to the offer. Take me to a way to, to translate that into a buying decision. Um, measure your, but also be careful because QR codes really only work on a smartphone, right? So they're not working on the desktop. Um, so if a person primarily uses their desktop computer, that won't help them get to your website at all. Okay? So keep it simple. Remember to keep it simple. And uh, the QR code, if it takes you to something that's difficult to place an order on a smartphone, you may be defeating your purpose again. Just saying. Okay. And... Uh, Measure your audience to mold its future cadence. Mm, that's very, 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 very difficult. <laughs> so I'm going to skip that. But anyway, the, the conclusion is building relationships with millennial cons consumers doesn't always mean meeting them in a virtual space. Uh, and sometimes the very best way to turn them from mere buyers into world-class cheerleaders is by sending an unexpected hello through their physical mailbox. Very, very well done. Thank you very much. Uh, MSN, like I said, not a place I normally look. Kim Toddy and Dr. Stephen Lind. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.